They always wanna see us down, never come around. But you gon' witness greatness when I come and snatch your crown. See, I ain't never been the type of way to mess around. Cause I'm all about my business and I move without a sound. Queens working silence, trying to stop the violence. Cause I'm killing my goals, here's my story, you're invited. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade, an original podcast by the Skinny Black Girls Code. My name is Whitney B and I am your host. And today I wanna ask you, are you positioning yourself for the things that you ask for? Learn what I mean in today's brand new episode. Keep it locked. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Pink Lemonade. Today is February sixth. 2018, and I am still in a bliss over this Super Bowl game between the Patriots and the Eagles. Now, I know um, for those who of you who are football fans, yes, I did use the wrong music intentionally. Um, I personally like Fox's uh, football intro better than CBS's. But anywho, I want to <laughs> just let you all know, as full disclosure, I am not a football fan. Not now and probably not ever. I'm usually on my phone watching people watch the game or tweet about the game instead of actually watching the game itself because the comments and gifts are way more entertaining. But for once, I actually watched the Super Bowl. And for some reason, I was so inspired to talk about this particular podcast episode topic. Now, fortunately for y'all, I don't plan to bore you with stats that I have no business trying to analyze. However, while I'm not an avid fan of the game, I am a fan of the backstories. So between my husband and a quick Google search, I learned a lot about the Philadelphia Eagles. So this is essentially a team that hasn't been to the Super Bowl since 2005 when they first faced off against the New England Patriots. Back then, they lost 24-21, and they've had a couple opportunities to bounce back to the big field, but really it wasn't until this year that they had that opportunity to uh, not only redeem themselves, but to claim victory in their first Super Bowl win since the franchise was started in the 60s. Now, this year, I really felt that the Eagles were on a mission. They wanted to win, and they got what they asked for. Now, before I watched the game on Sunday, I came across this wonderful article in the Washington Post that outlined how the Eagles spent their time in Minneapolis before the big game. One of the things that stood out to me the most was just the level of preparation that their coach challenged them to pretty much go through. Now, they prepared for the game in two different ways. So according to the Post, uh, during their practice last Thursday, they did a simulation of the game. And what was most interesting about the simulation was that they practiced literally what they would do during the game halftime. Now, this is pretty significant because typically the halftime show at the Super Bowl is about 30 minutes and is really just a time for the teams to rest up and regroup and get back in the zone for the second half of the game. Now, in regular football, um, normal halftime breaks are about 13 to 14 minutes tops. So the coaches for the Eagles believe that it was essential for the team to even just prepare for that extended halftime break. Now, the second thing that I learned about them um, in the midst of them preparing for the Super Bowl was that they didn't wear any safety pads, yellow. Now, for those of you who are like me, you would assume that they practice with pads all day, every day, right? Well, this time for one of their practices, they wanted to get a feel for the real thing so much that they abandoned the pads and played straight contact. Ouch. But as we can see, it definitely worked for them. 
So I talked about the Eagles, not because I'm a football fan, but I want to emphasize that when you ask for what you want, you have to be prepared to get it. Now, the Eagles knew that if they wanted victory, they had to put action behind their desire to win and not just any action. The coaches were strategic and being intentional about the areas that they knew that the players may not have been ready for, given that this is only the third time that the team has been to the Super Bowl outside of 1980 and uh, the early 2000s. Nevertheless, it was really important for them to move differently for this game and to give a different level of preparation that allowed them to take home that W. I use the Eagle as a, I said the Eagle. <laughs> I use the Eagles plural, as an example, because it is so critical to examine their approach to positioning themselves for what they wanted. So I'm a praying woman, I believe myself to be. And one thing that I've learned and I try to emphasize to just other people is that when you pray for something you want, you have to meet God halfway on what you need. So sometimes we want things, but don't want or realize that we're not putting in the work to manifest our desires. I'm a believer that things hardly happen just by chance and the energy and work that we put into what we want will definitely come back to us full fold. So the Eagles, um, they inspired me um, to kind of just think about how we ask for things, right? So I started to think about my ass and what I've done to make those things a reality. Some things that I've asked for in my life, I've put in the work and other things I've asked for things and I was caught off guard when my moment came because I lacked discipline, planning and preparation to receive it. And ultimately this forced me to hustle harder and just totally miss out on opportunities. So we often want things, but in reality, sometimes we're not quite ready for it. So if you have been someone who's asking for success, a new job, a new partnership, new love, new experiences, or just any kind of shift in your life, there's a couple of things I want you to consider as you make your ask. After all, um, I'm in this full disclosure, I'm about to get a little biblical on y'all, but it's cool. The Bible says that ask and you shall receive. So let's put ourselves in a position to gracefully receive what we want so we're not overwhelmed or caught off guard by the work that goes into making our desires a reality. To kick it off, um, I think it's first important to understand the difference between planning and preparation. Now, while those words may sound similar and we kind of use them interchangeably, they definitely differ in definition. Now, planning is the process of establishing and organizing your steps while preparation is taking that action today that positions you for opportunities that might come in the future. Now, oftentimes when we make an ask to God or, you know, put things in the universe, we may plan for what we want. But no matter how many mental to-do lists or vision boards you create, nothing will manifest without action. So as an example, I'll take my older niece, Alina. So Alina is 15, and she's probably literally one of the best singers I've ever heard in my life. See, 
I told you she was dope. Well, anyway, Alina has all these amazing plans to go to college, become a singer, and I'm rooting for her all day, every day. You know, I'm promoting her on everything that I do. But one thing her dad, um, aka my brother, and I discussed is how she has to learn how to prepare for her future as an artist. Prime example, in the clip that I just shared, I shared it on my Twitter, my Facebook. Um, within a week of sharing that clip, a music producer retweeted the video and an, organi- an organization from Cincinnati, they contacted me to book her for an event. Now, my niece was super excited and she was also kind of frantic, <laughs> according to my brother, because in that moment, she learned the value of staying ready so she doesn't have to scramble later on. It was so funny because he said he showed her the screenshots on my social media and she went to her room and began practicing her music. So in Alina's case, she began to see that the preparation and planning go hand in hand and her goals cannot be completed without the other. So when you ask, you have to put action behind your, your, your request. Preparation keeps you ready for the unexpected because the things that we want often come when we least expect it. Going back to my original example of the Eagles, they didn't know that they were going to win the Super Bowl, but they went outside of their norm and positioned themselves to be ready for whatever. Now, when we ask, we have to do the same thing. It's so easy to get stuck in the planning phase and allow our thoughts of what we should be doing override the action of doing itself. You have to evaluate your situation and determine how you can better prepare for what you want. Every action you take towards your desires puts you in a place of being ready for it when the time comes. A part in this is also knowing that when you ask, you also have to live with the mindset that you already got it. Now, have y'all ever heard of that saying, dress for the job that you want and not the job that you currently have? While it's applicable in business, it's applicable in everything that you do. Until you get what you want, you have to live life each day as if you already have it. Now, another way to equip yourself for your ass is to find an opportunity in every challenge. Sometimes the very things we ask for is literally right in front of us, but we don't realize it because it doesn't show up in the way that we expect it to show up. Everything that we want is most certainly not black and white, and we have to live with the mentality that we have to be adaptable to get what we want. So let's say that a strong desire that you have that you've been asking God for is um, maybe you want to be more patient, right? So after you ask, it seems like every time you're out or with others, your patience is being tested. And if y'all have ever been to the Bureau of Motor Vehicles, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So it may seem like the world is against you, but you have to learn how to find opportunities in those moments. Some of our greatest challenges presents the best rewards, and we have to be cognizant that everything that we ask for won't be easy or even visible at first. You have to be able to essentially read between the lines of your situation and understand that regardless of how bad something appears to be, there's victory on the other side of that situation. You just have to have an open mind of how you will receive not only what you asked for, but what is meant for you to have. Now, finally, uh, one thing that I think is key to is essentially using your intentions to filter out the things that get in the way of your ask. So in the media world, People like editors and producers are often called the gatekeepers and they're called gatekeepers because they're responsible for only selecting the best and the relevant stories to produce and to share it with the world. Once you have made an ask for a change or a shift in your life, you have to allow your intentions to become a gatekeeper. 
In other words, you have to determine the right opportunities for you based on your desired outcome. The reason I say this is because it is so easy to say yes to many different opportunities and become overwhelmed when the right opportunity comes because you're already dedicating energy and your focus in other places. Like a media gatekeeper, you have to protect your time and only pursue the things that are most relevant to the thing that you are asking for or wanting the most in your life right now. Intent is a very powerful indicator that you are determined and serious, and it won't mean anything if you don't take care of anything that takes you off of your game or becomes a distraction. For example, um, I'm a multimedia professional. I do graphic design, real-time social media marketing, and video. Towards the end of last year, it's been my intention to work with certain kind of clients. In my experiences, I would run into so many people who would want a nickel and dime or cut corners of what I believe was value that I offered through my work. Now, it took a couple of bad experiences and uh, just kind of attending different workshops and classes to understand what I was doing wrong. So I got serious about who I wanted my clients to be. I prayed to God, I asked for good people, and I started to see a shift. So now I'm not going to say that I still don't get wacky people every once in a while or I, that I don't sometimes even still deal with people who, you know, are not uh, essentially in my ideal scope of a client. But um, because I've made more choices to be more intentional about who I work with, I've been able to increase my income and just reduce my stress overall. Now, and that's just some weeks because at times um, my intentional filter, as I like to call it, it doesn't always kick in and I get overbooked or have to work twice as hard to make sure that I'm meeting deadlines. But again, this is all still a learning process for me, too. One of my greatest fears is that I will be so busy doing smaller projects that one day I'm going to miss an opportunity to have something bigger you know, or I'll become so overwhelmed and not serve my clients in the best way that I can. And, you know, when you can't serve people the right way, you know, bad word of mouth is, you know, just not popping. So I don't want to do anything that prevents me from having something that's life-changing or transformative for my business. And, you know, and sometimes I think I overthink it, but as crazy as those thoughts can go, I'm good. Um, I know that I'm way better than when I started. And for me, progress, especially um, in the area of entrepreneurship and just life, is everything. So uh, as I did my research for this podcast, um, and I'm almost done, I promise, (laughs) I learned that 90% of people who win the lottery go bankrupt. Why, you might ask. Because while they desire a life of wealth, they were not ready to deal with the change that they had wanted. So I'm hoping that my tips and my experiences help you start to evaluate of how you can start preparing for what you pray, ask, and dream about. I do believe that we all deserve anything that we want to have, but it's so key to understand how to create a roadmap to get the outcome that you want. Now, before I go, I want to leave you with this very direct yet some of the most important words I've ever heard from Maya Angelou. She says, ask for what you want and be prepared to get it. Now, the only thing in in life that's constant is change, whether it comes by surprise or something that we intentionally ask for. When you put what you want in the atmosphere, don't forget to ask yourself, how can I prepare myself for when it happens? Thank you for listening to another episode of Pink Lemonade. I totally appreciate you. Once again, my name is Whitney B, and I am your host, 
If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, share, and comment on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, or Google Play. Thanks again for tuning in, and I'll see you next week. Peace.